The Live with Squacky podcast is sponsored in part by Mid-Atlantic VoiceOver and Antland Productions. Welcome to Live with Squacky, a unique and lively interview-style podcast that dives into the worlds of voice acting and entertainment. I'm your host, Val Kelly, otherwise known as Squacky Voice. My guest today is a 2019 Voice Arts Award nominee. Patrick Kirchner's warm, personable, bass baritone voice cuts through noise and projects authority, confidence, and trust into your words. Patrick spent 31 years as a United States Marine, including a tour as a Top Gun instructor. As a result, each project he does is completed with precise attention to detail and is delivered correctly and on time. Patrick is the perfect fit for training videos or industrials, e-learning, explainers, or important commercial copy. Thanks so much for joining me today, Pat. Thank you so much for inviting me, Val. So let's dive right in. Can you tell us how you got started in the voiceover industry? Well, you have to go way back for that. I was always the kid who was the announcer for concerts, talent shows, et cetera, in grammar school. And then uh, in my early 20s, I realized that this was a thing that I could do. And I did a lot of live announce throughout my Marine Corps career for uh, ceremonies, promotions, change of commands, retirements, that sort of thing. And it was always, hey, bring me that lieutenant, bring me that captain, bring me that major. And it was always something... I told people that I'd do once I retired from the service. What are you going to do when you retire? Eh, I'm going to do cartoon voiceovers, just kind of off the cuff. But it always was something I wanted to do. But I really didn't know anything about the industry. So when I did retire, my wife said, hey, I've got this coupon for a voice acting seminar next week. And you've been talking about this as long as I've known you. You should go check it out. And I did. And after that, I was fortunate enough to find a DC voiceovers meetup group, which is where I first met you. I found some of the wrong Facebook groups that were a lot of griping, but then I was fortunate enough to find the right communities on Facebook and get more information about the industry and how to do things the right way and support each other. Awesome. That's such a great start. And I'm so glad that we were able to meet at DC voiceovers. That was a really fun speaking event that I got to do. What is the best piece of industry advice you've ever received, and also the worst? The best is let the microphone do all the work. And the worst is the demo mill that held that seminar I told you about uh, telling me I was ready to make a demo. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's so many of those demo mill type of operations out there. You have to be really careful now to not fall into that sort of trap. Oh, yeah, it's easy. It's good that you realized it early on. What advice, and I know you have a lot of this because, you know, starting out and learning and making mistakes and then correcting them, what advice would you give to voice actors just starting out in the industry? Spend your money wisely. I'm not a paid shill. Let me just lead off by saying that I've been accused of being a paid shill for Gravy for the Brain, but I'm not. Join Gravy for the Brain because it's the best value you can get for 35 bucks a month. Watch the webinars go through the training modules, join a voiceover workout group or a meetup group, and not one that charges you a bunch of money to join and just learn about how to read copy and get through different kinds of copy. And then after you're educated on the whole industry and there's really more to it than you think just looking at it. Like my mom told me I got a nice voice. Some DJ said I got a nice voice. I'm going to do voiceovers, right? No, that's really not, uh, you're disabused of that notion rather quickly. So then you start interviewing for coaches. And by that, I mean, 
you get personal recommendations, not some dude on a Facebook group who said, oh, I'll coach you and uh, I'll get a demo for you. After you've worked with a good coach, a quality recommended coach, you can start worrying about treating your recording space. Then you buy quality recording equipment. And then later on, when your good coach tells you you're ready, worry about getting demos. And there are just so many things you have to learn in order to succeed in this. You just can't absorb it all at once and make the right decisions. I've seen very few beginners have a long-term plan with a measured approach who are doing things the right way. And that is actually the most affordable way to do it. Yeah, it's definitely a learning process. It's not an overnight industry. And I think that's something you hear all the time from people. But I think people just starting out really have to remember that, that try to be patient because if you're not, you're going to take the wrong approach to it and then probably not be successful. The only ones who are not successful are the ones who don't stick with it. But you can quite easily end up spending a ton of money, a ton more than necessary. Mark Scott will tell you that between twelve dollars and $16,000 to get started as an initial investment in your equipment and your coaching and everything to get a business up and running. And Tom Deere will tell you that it'll be five years in business before you recoup your initial investment. You know, you're spending money along the way as you're doing this, too. You're going to conferences. You're continuing to learn, continuing to coach, continuing to buy demos. So it's not a get-rich-quick overnight. Right. Having a broadcast-quality home studio is so important for voice actors, especially now. Can you tell us about your studio setup? I am working from a treated whisper room with a 2-inch OC703, Owens Corning 703 on the top half, and one-inch Oralex on the bottom half, and some bass traps stuck in the edges. And um, I'm recording on a Sennheiser MKH-416 microphone into a UA Arrow, and my DAW is Adobe Audition. And I'm on a Mac, which is remoted outside the booth because uh, if a fan were to come on in here, it would sound like a jet engine. <laughs> yeah. And what would you say are your favorite things in your studio? Personally or professionally? Either. Personally, I have a few trinkets in here that my lovely bride has brought me to put a smile on my face. Nice. Professionally, I've got, uh, let's see. Well, I got a salt lamp from my chiropractor. Uh, Ooh, I, I don't know if it works. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it works, but it, it creates a nice mood. So maybe, maybe that's what it's supposed to do. Nice. Professionally, I also keep a few notes hanging around as a reminder from my coaches. Dave Walsh has made me hang several quotes and, uh, and pictures in my booth. Oh, behind me, I have my J. Michael Collins lobster lights, which if you've seen me on uh, Zoom webinars or whatever, you'll see those hanging behind me. <laughs> fun. <laughs> That's fun. So what are three voiceover goals that you have for yourself to accomplish in 2020? Goals are important. Uh, build a client base through direct marketing. So I am part of... Um, Mark Scott, I did the VO Marketing Playbook last year with Mark Scott, and this year I'm in one of his mastermind groups to make sure that I'm doing my direct marketing efficiently and correctly. So that's the first one. Second one is to continue coaching, specifically focusing on improv and acting training. And then the third big goal for the year is to flesh out the website so that it's not a single page and it's representative of all my demos. Those are great goals. Those are definitely things I think you can accomplish. So that's great. What have you done to market yourself as a voice actor that you've found successful? 
I think the first initial success comes from working on my branding with input from Celia Siegel. That was the biggest thing in narrowing my focus. I think one of the challenges for voice actors starting out is trying to figure out what's my voice good for. There's so many different genres and so many different applications that anybody's voice could be a fit for, but you got to find the ones that match your voice, match your communication style. Once you do that, you can stop wasting time on auditioning for things that should really be booked by another voice actor. Okay, it's that whole ice cream thing about, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm not any good. Uh, I'm just going to throw in the towel and say, no, no, no. No doesn't mean no. It means not right now in this business. You're butter pecan ice cream, and today they wanted mint chocolate chip. So once you start only applying for butter pecan rolls, okay, then you start having a little more success. and You don't be depressed about the time you spent wasted on applying for mint chocolate chip. Does that make any sense, Val? It does, actually, and I love mint chocolate chip ice cream, so... I don't know if I was actually thinking about your answer there or if I was thinking about ice cream, but... Drifting off to ice cream. a good answer. (laughs) (laughs) And I add to that, you get that time back that you don't waste on applying for the wrong thing, auditioning for the wrong roles, and you take that time that you get back and you use that to contact your potential clients, not just just on pay-to-plays. You add that to the Mark Scott Marketing Playbook, which gives you all the tools you need to use, and then you just need the discipline to actually apply them. Yeah, absolutely. Mark Scott is definitely one of the best as far as marketing goes, and he has so many tips and tricks for everybody. It's great. As long as you actually do them, (laughs) it actually works. (laughs) Yeah, that's the hard part. Yeah. What does a typical day in the life of Pat Kirchner look like, and does it involve coffee? Absolutely, it involves coffee. (laughs) Good answer. Ah, coffee. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that is probably the biggest do as I say, not as I do thing in the voiceover industry. You know, we all know that caffeine is a diuretic and it can dehydrate you. I did fortunately have a doctor tell me once that it's not possible to drink so much coffee that you'll be dehydrated because you're hydrating while you're drinking the coffee. So I like that advice. That's good advice, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, Tom Deere, who is a font of knowledge for the business side of VO, emphasizes the importance of routine. So it's important that, you know, you're working from home. It's easy to get up in the morning, you know, stay in your pajamas and just sit on the couch and binge Netflix all day, right? You got to get up, take a shower, get dressed, have breakfast and treat it like a business. You know, you go into your office or you go into the booth. Fortunately, I have two separate places. I have a place that I record and then I have another office area in the house where I do my business stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So get up in the morning, knock out that stuff in the routine and by nine o'clock, Make sure that if I'm watching the news in the morning, that's shut off and then clear out the email, knock out auditions that come in overnight and are a fit, get in the office and start working through the weekly goals. Yeah, sounds like a great day. Really organized and put together. I think that's definitely a good plan for success. So that's great. Who or what inspires you? In voiceover? Yeah. 95% of this community wants each of us to succeed. Yeah. And I think that is just uh, wonderful. And it also makes it pretty easy to ignore the other 5% because they're just complaining in a Facebook group somewhere. I will add that right now, Brad Hyland has been very helpful in keeping my mindset positive, And I know you just interviewed him for the podcast. Yeah. He is a great guy. He's great. Uh, yeah. Terrific voice talent. You know, he left his career and then started this about two years before I did. So Mm -hmm. I keep telling him I'm going to catch up to him. 
Yeah, absolutely. He's doing great, for sure. If you could go for coffee with a celebrity, who would it be and why? Oh, that's a tough one. I've been fortunate to have a pretty Forrest Gump life. So I have met a lot of the people that I admire and have got to have dinner with them and drink beer with them or have coffee. As an actor, I would probably say Stephen Root or Sam Rockwell would be the first ones that come to mind because they are just terrific character actors, a couple of the best ones that we have in the industry today. And I would just love to learn from them about acting and what their routine is for getting a character developed and getting into character. I find it so interesting to talk to different types of actors, whether they're voice actors or on screen or theater, and just getting tips from them on their skills. And and like you said, character development, that's obviously something I'm really interested in. So I always find it really cool to talk to people and get their method of how they do things. Sam Rockwell's pretty recognizable. Stephen Root's one of those guys that you got to look at him for a second go, where have I seen this guy before? Mm -hmm. Just because he's got so much range in his voice and they dress him up and he changes his voice and he becomes a completely different character from the last movie you saw him in. Yeah, that's really cool. Are you reading any good books right now? I just finished Chris Voss's Never Split the Difference, which is an excellent business book for voice actors because our work frequently involves negotiation. And it's all about uh, successful negotiation and not necessarily giving in to what the other side wants. Mm -hmm. And my friend Jimmy Doom publishes short stories daily on Medium. So at least I get a brief fiction fix in with that. And I've narrated a few of his stories for him. I just really love how descriptive his writing is. And he's a great storyteller and it makes it easy for me to narrate and, and create a mental picture. That's really neat that you've been able to narrate some of his stories for him. Who have you, this is a great one, right? Who have you coached with (laughs) that you would recommend? There's so many, right? Uh, Yeah, I think that's important. First, I say avoid the demo mill people from Albany. Right. Spend that money on gravy for the brain, not them. You'll get so much more out of it. Let's see to start. Craig Klein teaches voiceover at Theater Lab in D.C. He's terrific. He's not a coach. Mm-hmm. He teaches introductory and advanced voiceover. I think the theater lab is holding class remotely during the quarantine, so I definitely recommend Craig Klein's class. Celia Siegel is the one who recommended me to J. Michael Collins. With him, I really got to understand the difference in styles with VO genres and find the ones that I'm best suited for. I love his coaching style because he's pretty demanding, but he has he has such wonderful tact. I mean, even if you screw up bad, The joke is at the end of it that he'll go, you know, there's a lot to like in there. And I heard him say that a lot. He could tell you to go through hell and you would look forward to the trip. So he's just got great demeanor for coaching. I recommend Val Kelly for getting started in animation work. What you taught me, Val, was how different animation was from anything else. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's really a great exercise in letting loose and going to emotional extremes rapidly and I've had a session with Everett Oliver, too, and I need to circle back with him uh, yeah. for reasons that we discussed earlier about getting a, a reel. Yeah, he's great. Zach Campion is who I work with in D.C. for dialects. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an experienced vocal coach as well. He mostly does theater, but for technical aspects of voice use. So, if you know, if you're looking for perhaps accent reduction, which isn't really accent reduction, but adding a Gen Am accent to your bag of tricks, or maybe a transatlantic or another dialect like... Uh, Russian, uh, Italian, Irish, Boston, New York, 
he's a great guy to go to. Awesome. <laughs> My New York might have sounded a little New Jersey there. Um, both Mark Scott and Tom Deere teach business and marketing. They're great things to learn from each of those. I would say do both of them, Tom for yeah. business and Mark for marketing. Yeah. Audio engineering, Uncle Roy, Uncle Roy Yokelson. Uh, he'll analyze your recording space, set up your keyboard shortcuts, teach you how to edit quickly so you're not wasting 45 minutes auditioning for a 15-second spot that you're competing with a 1,000 other voice actors to book. Right. You know, Uncle mm-hmm. Roy is great. Yeah. And finally, I've been coaching with Dave Walsh since December, and he's been really great. We've been able to focus on changing some things in both my copy breakdown and my technical delivery And by that, I mean how I use my voice, not the sound I make, but the technical aspects of vocal production specific to me. Applying Dave's coaching is getting me consistently shortlisted and I'm booking. So I'm uh, I'm really happy with the progress I've made with Dave. Oh, that's great. That's Hmm. really good. What advice beyond avoiding demo mills would you give to voice actors before they get a demo produced? And are there any demo producers that you'd like to recommend? That kind of goes along with the coaching, I guess, but... yeah. Further yeah, expansion, my, more demo-specific. My advice is uh, slow down. Yeah. Uh, be, be wary of someone who's selling you coaching services as well as demo production packages. Unless they have a widely respected pedigree like J. Michael Collins does, like Cliff Zellman does for automotive or Ann Ganguza does for e-learning. Here's the difference with a demo mill versus the three names I just mentioned. The demo mill sells you five intro to voiceover classes and then has you record your demo whether you're terrible or not. Right. They throw some crap royalty-free music on it, and they're done with you. And they give you a pile of scripts and say, yeah. pick out what you want to do for your demo on, out of these. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, so it's not personalized at all. But people starting out wouldn't necessarily know that because I did that, you know, yeah. back in the day. So, yeah, it's really important to try to avoid that. Yeah. I, I mean, a, a good coach will let you know when you're ready to record a demo and they will mm-hmm. work on the copy with you. Right. I think my commercial copy went back and forth with J. Michael like 10 times. We were, by the time we recorded my demo, we were like on version 10 of the Word document, right? They'll also tell you that you're going to need a few more coaching sessions. And if J. Michael tells you that, it isn't because he's just going to get more money and more coaching sessions out of you. That guy will make more money in an hour recording voiceover than he would taking you on as a coaching student. So that ain't it. It's because his reputation's on the line. That guy doesn't put out mediocre demos. Right. That's something you're looking for is someone who's experienced, who had personally recommended, and puts out a quality product. Carrie Walgren told us at Mavo 2018 that a bad demo is worse than no demo at all. Right. right. So I just say avoid the random dude on Facebook who calls himself a coach and a demo producer. Exactly. And, uh, Yeah, and get personal recommendations. Yeah, I think personal recommendations are definitely the way to go, especially because we have such a great voiceover community of people that are willing to help each other. And also, before or after you do that, you could go to their website and listen to their demo samples and things like that. So you can see the style that they have and if it suits you and what you're looking for and things like that. So there's a lot of steps you can take before you choose someone. And it also, I think, has to do with the personality of the person, too, that you're working with. You know, if it's your coach and you're having a demo produced by them, too, then you probably already know if they're coaching you that there's somebody you can work with. But it's not always a good idea to have your coach be the demo producer. 
Yeah. So yeah. sometimes that, it's better to go to somebody like Uncle Roy who knows what he's doing, obviously, for demo production, and you know it's going to be really great quality, but then have a coach be in on the session with you for directing purposes so that he makes sure yeah, that, that you get what you want out of it. That's why it's important to interview your coach. Don't just find a coach in a listing somewhere and book in an hour with them. Contact them and say, hey, I'd like a 15-minute uh, consult with you just to get to know them. And you should be able to know immediately if you gel with that coach. If you can have an easy conversation with them, if it's not stilted, you're probably going to be fine coaching with them. If it just seems off, it seems awkward, just go, thanks for your time, and move on to the next interview. Yeah. And find someone else. You're developing a working relationship here, not just a one and done, really. Yeah. We're kind of in a crazy time right now, but do you have any plans to attend any upcoming workshops or conferences? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> uh, I, hey. I really wanted to be I really wanted to be at VO Atlanta last month. I really wanted to be at Camp VO this week. <laughs> um, right now, it looks like the next big thing will be Mavo 2020. And yeah. I am really excited for that. Good. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to it. November 6th through 8th. So hopefully everything will be fine by then. We're just keeping our fingers crossed and taking it one day at a time right now. Yeah. So thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Can you tell us your website and social media handles so people can get in touch with you if they choose? The website is soundattention.com. Twitter and Instagram are at voxpropat, V-O-X-P-R-O-P-A-T. And LinkedIn is sound attention. One word. Great. Thank you, Val. No problem. And I'll put all of that info in the show notes as well. And in the meantime, I wish you tons of continued success in your voiceover career and in everything you do. Thank you, Val. This has been great. Live with Swacky is mixed and mastered by everybody's favorite voiceover tech, Uncle Roy Yokelson of Antland Productions. Live with Swacky was recorded in front of a live studio audience. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs>